G'day punters, we're back for another episode of The Bagman and I'm joined by my co-host in Luke Hilton. Uh, Luke, you're coming to us from a different place. It looks like uh, you're out and about today. Mate, we're coming to you live from the Joke and the Thief here right on the beach at uh, Terrigal. Thankfully, um, I live very close to here, so due to lockdown, they're obviously not open, but hopefully in about a month's time they will be. And um, I only live sort of a, uh, a sand wedge away, or maybe for you, Blake, three sand wedges, but they're not too far from the Joker and the Thief, and we're right on the water here at Terrigal, and can't wait to uh, be knocking back a schooner here in about a month's time, and right through summer. So that's the, the local drinking hole. Uh, I know Dave Stanley and Luke Marlowe got big raps on the place. They went down there for a big day out. What was that? Yeah, they came for the inaugural running of the coast and we had a coast luncheon here on the Friday before, which they're going to look to have uh, every year, which was a great day. And obviously, Luke and uh, Dave had two visits today, first and last. They'll be not welcome back again, but um, they did rave about the place. So uh, it's part owned by uh, one of racing's very own TC, Tim Clark. So he uh, not only owns it, but he... Uh, Frequent the establishment a fair bit during the during the season, and uh, I tell you what, he can cut a run see too uh, for Any? a little bloke. Come on, a dance, yeah. He's got a few moves in the repertoire, and uh, that's him. He drinks top shelf vodka. If anyone want to know either, that's who Does he loves uh, top shelf vodka. The only best stuff for TC. Lucky he can uh, ride, Lucky he can ride Group One winners because uh, he's going to pay for it. Yeah, well, one day I'll be down there and I'll uh, be able to cut a rug too with you guys. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, hopefully lockdown ends soon enough and everybody can get back to the pub and have a couple more beers and uh, enjoy each other's company. But the Joker and the Thief, what a place. We'll uh, get there soon enough. Are you ready to get stuck into this quaddy at Ramwick on Saturday? Yeah, mate, let's get into it. We've got the uh, Newcastle Cup meeting on this afternoon as we are recording this on Friday. So looking forward to some Group 3 racing today and ready to get into Perform for tomorrow. We do. Uh, I'm not going to give a tip out for that because this will be out probably after the Newcastle Cup and people will be listening to it, but we need to knock this over so we can watch the races. Uh, Randwick on Saturday, I think they're currently racing on a soft six surface. Yeah, it's currently rated a soft six, but I'm in Botany and the sun is out, so I'd suggest that we will be getting onto a, a soft five by probably this afternoon and then we'll be racing on a good track tomorrow. So I'd be doing my form for a good track. The first race we're going to be doing is the feature race of the day, race seven, the George Main Stakes over 1,600 metres. Been a little bit of money about for Think It Over, $6 into $4.60. Very elegant, it's been very firm in the market as well, $2.10 into $1.90. Who did you say see taking up the running here, Luke? Uh, look, I think uh, it's going to be a little bit of, uh, of tactics as sometimes can be in the George Main. Um, there's only a smallish field sort of uh, most of the time and it can come down to a bit of a tactical. I think Riadini will take up the front as it did the other day in the, in the Chelmsford. It should take up the running with Rachel King on again. And um, then the other gay bot horse, she at the bar, will be sort of moving forward alongside it. So I think they'll control the race and they'll definitely set up the tempo. You're going to make a case for Colding and Think It Over. Last year, I think Colding took out this race and he was given a forward ride last year. Yeah, I can see him forward again from the draw, uh, especially TC on board, drawn the four. He had no luck in the wing stakes. 
and he was still very good and didn't get beat far behind Malunga and um, very elegant in that race. So I think he definitely, I can see those two sitting second and third right behind the speed. And I just think they're going to probably not roll along at the greatest tempo. So I think that the leaders are going to get their chance. And I think these two stalkers are going to be the two that I want to be on holding and think it over. Think it over. We know uh, how good it is. It was an enormous win the other day. Uh, Nash really lifted it over the line and I think he'll do it again. And I think it's drawn uh, to get the run of the race along with Golding and they'll have every chance to get over the top of the leaders and hopefully just going to be in front of very elegant and she's going to have to do an almighty job to run them down. It might be a bit tricky three back defence. Yeah, he was super the other day. He really knuckles down to grab rare Danny Layton. He's going to be hard to hard to beat again. I thought he was a little bit overs at that six dollars, uh, but that's been well and truly taken. Now he's into four dollars sixty. I'm going to put very elegant in our quarter. I'm I'm wary of her at those short odds. She's she's been beaten in this race the, at the last two years, and and last year she was expected to win. She was a big drifter in the market. I think she was odds on early days, and she was coming off that wink stakes win, exact same setup as. This year, except she didn't win the wink stakes this year, but she went wink stakes into the George Main stakes. She got back and she over-raced and uh, she she really didn't finish it off as as well as she usually does. Uh, she finished fourth that day. I think she started about $2.20, but I'd be wearing of her. She's drawn two, uh, so maybe she can head it, settle a little bit handier, but she needs to go in everything because she's just such a class mare. But I'd be wary taking those short price about her, especially in a race with... Uh, devout at speed. The other one I'm going to throw in is Hungry Heart. Uh, she was really good in that wink stakes. Uh, she copped a lot of that interference that uh, Think It Over caused, uh, and she was finishing off really strongly late. She's a real good tracker. She likes firm decks, uh, and she's probably going to get that on Saturday. So she's going to be uh, she's going to be improving as she gets out over further, uh, and I'm in expecting a bit of improvement from her second up. Anything else to add, Luke? No, I think you've covered it there. Yeah, so our numbers there are one, two, seven, and nine from the feature at the George Main Stakes over 1,600 metres. Uh, in my eyes, the next race is going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, race eight, the group two, the shorts over 1,100 metres. Uh, we've lost Wild Ruler. He's come out. Gitra has been well supported in early markets, $13 into $8.00. Nature Strip, he's hovered around $2.35. Plenty of speed about here, Luke. You've got Nature Strip, Eduardo, uh, you've got Lost and Running, and you've got Rothfire. Which one of those four horses take up the running? Yeah, look, uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what J-Mac does on, on Nature Strip. Um, he's obviously got the speed to lead, but uh, Eduardo's a very, very fast horse. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Eduardo comes across and just drawn out a little bit takes it up. I know J-Mac's not going to hand up the lead, but I think J-Mac has really worked out how to ride Nature Strip and he's so in tune with the horse. He knows everything you need to do on him to get the best out of him for him to perform at his best. And so I'd be confident that J-Mac can make the right decision. I don't think he'll hand up too easy to Eduardo, but he might make him work and then be happy to sort of uh, come back off him. But uh, it'll be interesting to see in those first 100, 200 metres what they do with those and especially with Rothfire. Uh, pushing the button right behind them. So I'm obviously going to push Nature Strip. I just, as I said before, for all those reasons, I just think J-Max worked him out and he's a superstar. He shown the other day how good he is. I think whereas before we could see a, an off run every now and then, I think we're sort of 
away from that now with J-Mac just working out exactly what needs to be done on him. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to take a power beating tomorrow. And I've just thrown in Jitra is my other one just because of his such a good record first up against Nature Strip. Um, he's always been right on the money, ready to go first up. He's got a, an impeccable record. Um, he's got a good record on good tracks and soft tracks. And um, as you can see, that record, he's had seven goes first up and hasn't finished out of the first three places. So uh, he's got to go in. But yeah, as you said, it's going to be a great race and like a mini Everest. Yeah, well, $13 looked uh, a bit of overs about him, and that's gone $13 into $8. Considering his SP profile, he started $6 in an Everest, and he ran uh, third to Classic Legend, and he beat Nature Strip home that day. Uh, last preparation didn't set up well for him at all. He resumed over 1,200 metres, uh, and that was the first time that he's resumed over that distance in his life. So uh, he's better suited resuming over 1,100 metres. And I agree with you. He's going to be set up well here on the back of a hot speed and he's going to be finishing off over the top of him. The two I want to make a case for, I think this race sets up absolutely perfectly for Mars Crusader. Hopefully he can settle a couple of pairs closer to the speed from barrier two. Uh, he should have got close to Nature Strip in the TJ Smith last preparation. Uh, he was... He copped a check at maybe the furlong and then he had to duck back to the inside and, and he really charged late. He should have got closer. Uh, his return in Melbourne was absolutely outstanding. I think he was close to last at the furlong and he had a, a, a great last split to, to blouse them late. He beat Amish Boy, who's a, a group one performer. And uh, I think this race sets up perfectly for him with the hot speed. Uh, and he's going to be hard to hold out for sure. Eduardo, uh, I think... He wasn't at his best in that TJ Smith, obviously. Uh, he was well back that day, but he just, it, it wasn't the same horse as we saw in the, the previous run, the Galaxy. Then he's gone up to uh, Brisbane and he's took out a group one and I don't think he was at his best that day either. Uh, I, I think probably Joe Pride will have a little bit of uh, improvement still to come out of him um, after Saturday because we've got the Everest in mind and he's got a slot now. Um, but he's always been very competitive with Nature Strip in the past. In regards to the speed, I think Rothfire will lead and I think uh, Eduardo will probably sit outside him. Um, and then you've got Nature Strip. I think he'll probably take a sit in behind them, which he has done in the past when Eduardo's in the race. Uh, anything else to add there, Luke? I think we've uh, covered that there. Just, yeah, it'd be a great watch and um, a great insight into what's going to happen when we get round to Everest time. Can't wait. Uh, that's going to be an absolute cracking race. So the numbers we've got there are one, two, three, and four, right up the top of the order in the Saddlecloth numbers. Randwick race eight, one, two, three, and four. Moving on to the ninth race, it's the Kingston Town Stakes Group 3 over 2,000 metres. Uh, the best, back the best back runner in the race is right down the bottom, uh, a roughie, uh, Zarek. He's halved his quote, $51 into $23. There's been steady support since markets opened from Montefilia. Uh, $6 into $4.20. Uh, how, how are we going to see the speed in this one, Luke? Yeah, well, I think there's going to be uh, enough speed in it. There's a little bit will come out in the morning with Taikamachi going around today at Newcastle in the Cup. Um, but then on Tom scratched uh, out of the Cameron, so it'll be there. You've got Fun Fact, it'll definitely roll forward. You've got Spirit Ridge and, and Best of Days. So I think with on Tom and Fun Fact in the race and Spirit Ridge drawn wide, 
there'll definitely be enough speed in this race to hopefully get along at a good tempo and build out a bit. Yeah, and that tempo should uh, set up nicely for the one that one of the ones that you're going to make a case for. She's ideal. She's she's ticking away along very nicely. She had the best final 600 meters in the week stakes, and then she was in the wrong part of the track in the Chelmsford stakes, Luke. Yeah, she's going this time. And I think the blinkers off have been a bit of a move for her. She seems to be racing uh, really well. And I think they could have improved having those off. And look, she's set up perfectly. She gets out to 2,000 metres. The only thing I don't like is drawn two. I think she's a horse that likes to just get back, roll into the race as she wants and really let down the middle of the track. I think tomorrow you'll see her. She settled a little bit handier in uh, second. And I think you'll see her. Probably go back to a natural pattern tomorrow, go back to last, get to the outside and really work home. This field's going to drop away a fair bit with a number of these horses going around the Newcastle Cup today. So we've already sort of got five scratchings that are going to come out. So we've only got a field of 13 so far. We get any more. It's not a huge field for her to sort of go back and get to the right spot. So I think this race is set up perfectly for her. I think she's getting to her peak. She's third up, starting to really progress towards that Metrop and Caulfield Cup. And this race just, as I said, sets up perfectly. Slight concern about inside draw, but I think you'll see Jason just go back to last, make his way into the race, and I think she's going to take an absolute power of beating, and I think this is the one for her to get the win on the board on her way to the Metrop and the Caulfield Cup. Yeah, she's not my on-top selection as well, uh, ticking over perfectly and third up to a mile and a quarter. She's going to be hard to beat. Uh, best of days, Luke, uh, bringing that Melbourne form, the fan stakes. He was pretty good behind Superstorm. Yeah, I thought he'd been super in, in both his first up runs. He's only been, you know, beaten less than two lengths in both times, gets to 2,000 a day and he's drawn four. So he's going to do no work, uh, get the slot right behind the leaders and be right there ready to pounce. I just think he's, he's set up perfectly. I think they haven't wasted too much time at the mile. They get to 2,000 at the right time, and he's drawn to do no work at the softest run. And, and yeah, I think he'd be right in the race. Yeah, no doubt he's going to be uh, thereabouts at the finish. Uh, Montefilia, I'm going to make a case for her. She's one that I'm going to throw in the quaddy. Uh, she's drawn a little bit awkward. Uh, first up, she had the best final furlong in the race in the Chelmsford. You could see her really attacking the line late there. Uh, she's going to relish getting out to a mile and a quarter. Uh, and second up, last preparation, she was only bloused late by uh, Mwunga and Lions Raw. So that form's really good for this. Uh, she does meet... She's ideal four and a half kilos worse at the weights for their effort in the Chelmsford. So uh, that's something to take into consideration. But she's got plenty of improvement in her and she is working her way towards a Caulfield Cup just as uh, she's ideal is. Uh, the other one, this horse is pretty rough, uh, but I want to throw him in the quaddy. I think he can win uh, at rough odds. He's, he's a, a, a chance at $35. Attorney from the Matthew Smith stable. Uh, very good in the Chelmsford Stakes. He actually had the second best final furlong in that race. Uh, he was well out the back. It was a bit of a sneaky run. He only passed two runners, but uh, he's going to relish getting out to 2,000 metres. He's going to be better over further again. And he did have form around She's Ideal from last preparation. So uh, if he's come on at all, he's going he's gonna to be hard to hold out. And he's a sneaky hope at big odds. So I'm going to throw him in. Uh, you got any comment about him, Luke? Because you would have had something to do with him at Matthews. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a lovely horse to turn. He, as I said, I, I just think he's definitely over the odds when you link that form around Fun Fact and She's Ideal uh, last campaign. Um, he did a great job and 
Then he went on to Melbourne and uh, and won a really good race and won really well. And I thought his run was super first up. I know he'll get better as he gets into his prep and he's probably going to go a bit further. And he's probably be looking to run a better race third up, but I don't think he can be ignored in a race like this at those odds. Yeah, definitely. Goes in everything. Our numbers here are numbers 3, 7, 10, and 14 in the second last race at Randwick. Moving on to the last, it's a benchmark, 88 over 1,100 metres. Uh, the best back to runners is actually a, uh, a roughy Lancaster bomber. He's half his quote, $51 into $26. Uh, equation, he's also been well back. The, I think he's a three-year-old from, well, maybe he's a four-year-old now from the Annabelle Nation stable, $3.40. He won, yeah, I think he won the Canberra Guineas last preparation. So the speed's going to set up well for him. Uh, looks like there's plenty of speed engaged here, Luke. Yeah, this is, uh, they'll definitely get along in this race. And I, I think that's probably where the money's come for Lancaster Bomber. I think you'll sort of uh, drawn horrible. You're going to be out the back and running on late. And I just think with all that speed engage, that's where the money's come for him. Um, I'm sort of going to uh, put uh, Star Spangled Radio forward as, uh, as one of my first selections for the quaddy. He's a super honest horse, super tough horse. I know he's actually very quirky. I did actually look after him uh, earlier this year at Musclebrook in the Musclebrook Cup and he, and he is a bit of a quirky character I was told and you can see that day Rory Hutchins rode him and I remember speaking to Rory after the race and just couldn't get him to go at all in the early stages and he was back second last and then he launched late and he's been beaten less than a half a length by It's Lily um, which turns out to be pretty good form and then he goes back to Rose Hill and, and leads and is strong and beats great news he'll probably go around favourite in the and the Tibby today, the Group 3 Tibby at Newcastle, say he's a very interesting horse, but um, I think he lands in the right race tomorrow first up. He's going to get better throughout this prep, but he's drawn two to do no work. I think Nash will have him right there behind the bunny. I know Bjorn will have him wound up. And he had a really good summer campaign, and I can just see hopefully uh, him being right there on the money. And I think it's probably a little bit short for him, but I think he's going to be right in the race. Yeah, it is a little bit short for him, but the speed should set up nicely for him and he can just uh, take a sit on the back of it and have last shot at them. And I agree, his form from the last preparation is outstanding and the format of that Musclebrook Cup has been very good as well. Uh, you're going to make a case for this four-year-old from the Annabelle Nishim stable who's won four on the trot, which is not easy to do, Luke. No, not at all. He's a really nice horse. He, um, I remember seeing him at uh, Gosford and he's, uh, he's just looked, like he was going to take time. And I think the best is yet to come for him, for sure. I think he's a horse. He looked like he's going to get out to a mile and, and maybe beyond as well. So I think this race is going to be a little bit shy of his best. And I think he's probably very much under the odds at the quota, but I couldn't leave him out of the quaddy. Just the, the ability that he looks like he has. And I think he's going to go on and into better things than this. And um, look, I just think with the hot speed in the race, I think J-Mac will just sort of go back uh, find some cover, and I just think he'll be doing his best work late, obviously for the future, but if they really roll along, he could be uh, getting the line hard and get over the top of them. Yeah, I, I like him as a horse, and it, it's never easy to win five in a row, but uh, this horse has done it. He's, he's done it at a, at a good level. He, he graduated to black type, winning the uh, Canberra Guineas, and he's going to be hard to beat first up, even though 1,100 metres is probably short of his best. Uh, the two that I'm going to make a case for are both from the James Cummings stable, the Royal Blue, uh, Valaquenta. I think he's going to be hard to beat on Saturday. 
Uh, he is, I'm just going to check how many days between runs. Uh, he's had a little freshen up since that first up win. Uh, 35 days between runs. He was gelded in between runs there. He had he had a run prior to the spell at Sandown. They put the blinkers on for him for the first time and he won. Uh, and then he's returned with another win. He was well supported that day and he beat Space Boy. So he's two from two with the blinkers on. He's been gelded. Then they've sent him out for 35 days. I think they've got better races in score for this horse uh, because they probably had a couple of races at their beckoning uh, in that little that little freshen up for him. So uh, he draws 12. He's going to get back. Uh, the speed sets up absolutely perfect for him. And I, I thought that was a really good win first up. And I, I think that he's a horse destined for better. So race uh, 10, number six, Valaquinta on top for me. And the other one I've got in second pick, Gravina. Uh, he really came of age late last preparation. He put a space on them at Randwick over 1,200 metres with Reese Jones in the saddle, exploded that day. Uh, and then he came out when there wasn't much speed on and he did the job. He's been put away. He comes back. I think he's a horse that's also destined for better. Uh, so that's Valaquenta and Gravina for me. Anything else to add for the last race at Randwick on Saturday, uh, Hilda? No, I think that it, it, it is an open race, so it's a pretty tough one to finish the card with. Um, but good luck. Okay, so our numbers in the last are two Star Spangled Rodeo, number six, Valaquenta, uh, number right down the bottom, Gravina, 16, and I've missed yours, number 12, Equation. Two, six, 16, and 12 to round out the quaddy. Uh, best bets of the day, Luke, do you have one for us? Yeah, look, she's ideal is my best. I think she just, timing's perfect. Um, Gate sticky, but I think she can overcome it tomorrow and uh, I think she'll get the job done. I think she's better than them and hopefully uh, the track will play okay and she'll be able to get down the outside and, and go on to the metro. She's ideal from Luke. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the best gamble of the day. Uh, he's he's rough odds, but he, he's already been uh, pretty firm in the market. Uh, Randwick race four, right down the bottom, number seventeen. Golly, I'm lucky uh, for Terry Robinson. This horse is absolutely flying. He was really good first up over eleven hundred meters, which is well short of his best. Uh, running on late, he had some good late sectionals there, and then he stepped up to 1,200 metres, and he had absolutely no luck uh, in a 78 over 1,200 metres behind Geist. Uh, I think he would have run a slot there if he had a got clear galloping room. Steps up to 1,400 metres, uh, draws perfectly. He's still got to get into the race, as far as I know, uh, but if he does get into the race, he's over the odds, and he'll run a hell of a race at in the twenty dollars, uh, or around that twenty dollar mark. That's golly, I'm lucky. Race four, number seventeen. Golly, I'm lucky. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Luke. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Joker and the Thief if you can get a beer before you uh, duck off to watch the races at Newcastle. Might try and uh, sneak one in, see if they left the taps on. Hopefully they. For yourself, one, you've got uh, plenty of experience pouring a beer, Quakers in days. That's where we actually met. Uh, but have a good day, and hopefully uh, your boys can ride a winner at Newcastle today. Thanks, mate.